What's up, guys, and welcome back to Chase 60, the Road to the Record podcast. This is going to be game three. Uh, just for the record, it is 8.51 on Friday night, September 9th. Uh, it's, my odometer check is 81,124 miles. Shout out to Eddie, my uh, big for my business attorney for that little uh, cute tidbit and suggestion. I'm headed from Springfield, Missouri to Austin, Texas, trying to catch up on what has now become my favorite part of this journey, is talking to myself in the car. Excuse me, I just burped. A little bit of back behind the scenes on just how I feel, and and then I can go into uh, game three, which was William and Mary at Charlotte. You know, it's... Today is day, what, 14, so I guess today's day 14 of this journey since the day I announced the video, and, um, you know, it's kind of crazy. Um, I'm giving you live, my live thoughts as of today, and then I'm going to go back into the game three. You know, I, uh, I'm headed to Austin, it's, like I said... 8.52 8.52 Central Time. I have a... I have an interview tomorrow with the ABC Affiliate Austin Station at 8.15 a.m. I need to get Texas swag. Why am I telling the story of... Okay, I'm not, I can't tell you the story of this game. All right, so anyways. Game three. William and Mary at Charlie. We pick up where we left off. Leaving... The backyard brawl and all that came with it. So I slept, I spent the night where I parked in Pittsburgh and, you know, it was one of the, the neighborhood was, I didn't know, I had no idea what I was getting myself into in the neighborhood. It seemed fine to me. It was like a nice little row house area about, I know, a three minute walk from one of the tailgate parking lots. And I would say, you know, five, eight minute walk from wherever one of the entrances is to the stadium. So I stayed there that night. I, 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 uh, I bought this fan. It may have been after this game, <clears throat> but I bought this fan that plugs into, I have a, a portable power station. This thing is a game changer for when I'm sleeping in my van. Oh my goodness. I, I put it right over my head and it's attached to the passenger back seat, uh, like the the headrest the the bar that goes in I just strap it there it basically just stays there permanently because I don't have any guests in my in my bed in my my van uh, so yeah I passed out I'm trying to think how I felt that night you know I I just posted the video today of the game too and I was very grateful I probably got really emotional that night before I went to bed I didn't cry or anything I'm just the the this is this is a lot. You know, so I wake up. See the game. Wake up. I probably get three or four hours of sleep. No, or more than that. Maybe four or five hours of sleep. Get up and I gotta head to Charlotte, right? So headed south. You know, from Pittsburgh to Charlotte. I don't remember how far it is. You can look it up on Google Maps. But it was a track, and you know, I, I went with no. Uh, again, this is the third game in a row where I don't have a ticket in advance, right, so I'm, I'm going, 
seat of my pants. I, I don't really have any, any expectations. I've never been to the University of Charlotte or, or not the University of Charlotte, UNC Charlotte. I've never been to any kind of, the, of their sports. But I got really lucky, right? And this is how I got lucky. I tweeted at uh, at the uh, Charlotte 49ers account, see you tomorrow at Charlotte 49ers. And someone, I guess, I don't know if they have notifications on or something for when someone tweets at them. Uh, and I got a follow and a like and a message from, from, uh, from Ross. And he, and Ross shot me a DM on Twitter. Uh, and he said, Hey, if you're coming to the Charlotte game, we'd love to have you at our tailgate. And he tagged some, he messaged me with somebody else. And he said, just when you get there, look for the ambulance. I thought, look for the ambulance. You know, I'm obviously, you know, people tailgate out of ambulance, uh, converted ambulances before, but you know, that got me really excited. And so I, and this is, this is probably, I don't know, a few hours before kickoff. I don't know the exact time frame, but I did. So I, when I got the message, I knew, all right, this is my destination when I get to UC Charlotte. In fact, I even messaged him. I said, hey, do you need anything? Like, any, do you want me to bring extra drinks or ice? Oh, this, okay, now I remember the whole day. Oh, my goodness. This, okay, so I get, yeah, so I messaged him, hey, do you need anything? <clears throat> uh, and I'm always the ice guy. You can call me Ice Man if you want. Any party you invite me to at a house a tailgate, whatever, be the ice guy. No one ever is the ice guy and everyone is grateful of the ice guy. If you're a kid and you're listening to this, whenever you go to a party, just bring ice. Bring two bags, 220 pound, 215, 210, 27, whatever. There's always room for more ice, especially if you're from Florida. It doesn't matter where you're from. I'm a big team ice guy and this is the only, I think I say it maybe in a video, but yeah, so I messaged him. I said, do you want ice? I think we're good. And then he messaged me, can you bring ice? Um, and I, I, the reason this triggered the memory is because I got to a parking, I got a gas station to, uh, I said, actually, this is, I, I was in my car and normally I have my camera, my, the, the, my vlogging camera within the arm reach. Basically it's in my passenger seat or it's, you know, in my little like uh, middle console, just so I can, you know, if I want to record some B-roll or just, you know, if I'm going, you know, in an area that's slow, I can talk to the camera so it's safe. And I looked and I'm looking at that. I started getting anxiety. I said, did I leave my, did I my camera? Because I know if you if you watch my videos, you know that at gas stations, I'll, you know, I'll put it on the, by the, <clears throat> the gas pump or on the ground or something like that. And in fact, I put my, my camera last week on the ground to record a cool angle of me driving off. Not only did I not press record or I maybe have pressed stop record. I think that I scrap, I think I cracked my screen when I put it on the ground because the way the crack was, it was kind of like when your, your phone you know where the thing hits and it, and it was on the bottom of the screen. Like if the screen is facing you, it was the crack was on like the bottom going up, not like on the actual screen. And I, I haven't dropped my camera up until that point. I did drop it yesterday, but I, 
So I think that's when it happened. There was, it was the, the gas station was really rocky anyways. So I'm getting anxiety because I can't find my camera and I, I go, Oh my gosh, did I just lose at that point? That was two games worth of footage. I, I was so scared. I pulled into this gas station and completely tore apart my van. I opened every door, every, every door, front door, sliding doors, back door. And, and you know, it's funny. Cause I said, I know where it should be. I remember cause I went the gas station that I was last at, I went to my passenger door and I, and, and sometimes I'm just like, all right, let me just rearrange because I'm going to be in and out really quick. I don't want people to like see. And then I was, I rearranged because my laptop was out in the passenger seat and I put that away. And then I, I remember I had my camera and at that point I didn't know if I had pocketed it or put it where, where everything else was that I was, I was, I was rearranging. And again, this is on me. So my good, my goodness, I have, I'm, I'm scared. I get anxiety. My camera fell into this little slot in one of my bags. It's not my camera bag. It's not my backup camera bag. It was legitimately at that moment, it may have just been, it was my, my, uh, my workout bag that I go to the gym with and have my towels and stuff like that. It slid into a tiny pocket in the back of that. And my, I was so relieved. I, and that's why I don't, that's why today, that's why I'm leaving late from Springfield. Not that particular reason, but I spent 10 hours in a coffee shop today. Coffee and they had, they had alcoholic beverage. I spent, I spent enough money to justify being there for 10 hours, believe me. Uh, and I, uh, I was double and redoubling iCloud, which sucks. I'm like, I don't know why, uh, Google drive, everything. I wanted to make sure I, and I have external hard drive. I want to make sure everything is uploaded and, and good. And cause the last thing I want to do, and I'll say this, even though it's not about this episode is lose any of this data and it lose any of the story and lose any of the clips. Like I'd rather be slow to produce it than lose it. Cause this is every, it doesn't matter if it's a B roll clip. I'm okay. Deleting those at some point, but right now it's like, I was so scared. It's the scaredest I've been on the trip. You know, I'm more, I was more scared in that moment than any time for my safety or like where I park or whatever in that Charlotte gas station parking lot. It's a, it was a seven 11 slash sick go the weird ones. I was in the closest gas, you know, pump to the seven 11. I went, I had to go in twice. Cause I, so I went, the reason I remember this, cause I went in and got like a, a drink and some gas and I cleared out my old car. And then, Russ texted me, Rob, uh, Ross texted me, he says, Hey, we would love you to get some ice. So I went in back in and got, I think they were seven pounders there. And so I get two seven pounders, throw them in. I have a cooler in the back, so I throw them in the cooler. And I had two to the stadium or to the school. And I'm texting him and I'm saying, Hey, like, am I able to park on campus? How does it work here? And he goes, Oh no, you like, you have to park off campus uh, at the, the rail station. He said, okay, that's fine. So I, I, right when he texted me that, I was driving by the rail station. Mind you, I, the parking lot was kind of weird, and I, I didn't get lost, but I wanted to double check. So I went to this area, and I said, hey, like, where do they go? They just said, park at the rail station across the street. 
And so I go over there and, you know, the rail station signage says part like paid parking, but the, the gate, the exit gate is up. And that's when I was like, okay. So I just go through and I just exit the exit gate. It doesn't really matter. And so I did that parked in there, you know, make sure it's safe. And again, the, on the list of things that <clears throat> on the strip that I'm scared of, uh, I think it goes one, just my, I think my car is my biggest concern. And it's, 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 a, it's a few different tiers of car. It's, it's one, my van holds up the whole trip, right? So it, like today I did the, I did my odometer check and it was what? 81, 124. Like my Kia Forte, I was able to drive safely. I bought it at 5,000 miles on it in 2016 summer. And I would say I was able to get it to 175 without being like, oh, the wheels are coming off or oh, the, the, the transmission is gone or whatever. And I got, yeah, and even so, I got that Kia to 196,000 miles before giving it to my dad. So I'm not saying that, you know, an American-made car or any kind of car, I don't, I, I would expect a van, you know, a trusty van that are made for families to get not to 190, but 150 maybe, you know, without problems. So if, if Betty White and I can just have that kind of relationship where she takes me, uh, you know, to the end of the, to the championship, that's all I need. So that's, that's number one concern. Number two concern is the safety of my, my belongings inside the van. Uh, you know, I, <clears throat> someone said I should wrap my van and, and I don't want to do that, but I wouldn't be opposed to getting like, uh, magnets on the side where I'm driving. Oh my gosh. Sorry, the, the, the Jeep in front of me swerved so far to the left. And I'm on a two-lane highway where the left is like a median where there's a giant cement wall. Um, and so, yeah, so I don't know how to go about doing that. I'm sure I can just order them online. Ideally, I'd want to find somewhere local where I can just plug and play, like go ahead and say, this is what I'd like, can we do it today? Um, but yeah, so those are top two concerns. And then three, like financial financials are like a, like a, a, a third. I mean, honestly, it's, it is costly to do this trip. You know, I may have not have paid for a ticket up to, you know, this point, but gas adds up. I don't really eat a lot on the road. I'm not spending a lot of money on food, but I do have my apartment still in Tucson, which I, you know, I could, I'd need to sublease if I could. And then, you know, besides that, it's just, it's gas, gas adds up. And, you know, I have insurance and, you know, the you know, regular day of life stuff. But if I can do this trip, I, I think it means anyone can do this trip, you know. Um, so, back to the story, back to Charlotte and William Mary. So I get there, and I, I, I have this ice. I'm walking uh, across campus, and he sends me uh, a map with an arrow where the the, am, the ambulance is or the normulans, as it's called. And you know, I, I'm pretty good with directions and maps. Like I worked at Walt Disney World. I memorized. In fact. There was one, so that the Disney maps were updated like every two weeks or every few weeks with a new picture on the front. Sometimes new, something's closed, they'll take the number off or whatever. There was a span of one map cycle where I could tell you without looking what every number on the Magic Number map correlated to. I was that bored one day at Country Bay Jamboree where I just said, you know, I'm going to memorize everything on this map because why not? Because 
That's what you do when you get paid, well, you know, eight twenty-five an hour, and you're working till three a.m. watching people, three people a show, watch some country bear jamboree. Yeah, and it's wild now, like with wireless headphones and stuff. I could have been learning and doing so much, like while I was working, like at, at country bears, because at night in the dark, if I just have one earbud, earbud in, I'm sitting in the corner, no one's gonna notice. And like, you know, you just yeah, anyways, I think there was times where I definitely had, like, one wired earpiece in, uh, but it just, it's not the same, it's way easier now, uh, and don't fire me, Disney, I'm sorry, I just, I'm just telling the truth, I've seen way worse things by cast members than listening to music at a 2 a.m. country bear show, anyways, uh, so I get to campus and back to, I, I like I said, I'm good at maps, and I go to where the, this ambulance should be, and mind you, it's on me. I where it was, it was so they have the the stadium, and then they like the area around the stadium, and then it's 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 kind of on a it's down a hill, and then the, at the top of the hill around the stadium is the parking area. And, you know, you assume the tailgates are in the parking area, and I saw one of the I saw this tent that said Delta Sigma Phi, and I thought it said Delta Sigma Pi, which is my business attorney. I was like, oh, that must be, that's cool. They, they have like the frat area out there. And I didn't even, and it was one of the bigger tents, like the 20 footer or whatever. And I didn't even look next to it was the, the, the ambulance. I just, you know, I, in my head, I, everything was blended. And again, this is day three of my driving. So my eyes probably were just get, like, all right, cool. That's the frat area. And I just, I called him and I said, Hey, like I'm by this, like a uh, bus. There was a, there was a, like a themed bus. And he goes, Oh, you're on the wrong side. Are you sure? I, he goes, yeah, we're on the other side. And in my head, and I just said to him, I said, I, I think I'm looking at the map right. He goes, yeah, we're by gate two. I just go to the other side. You'll be fine. And that it wasn't, it wasn't Ross's fault. It was my fault. Uh, so I am with these two ice bags that started at 14 pounds. I'm walking around. This, this, this girl starts laughing at me because they're, they're, they're melting so fast. It's probably 85 degrees out, but when you're, if you're walking for 20 minutes, I, that, that 14 pounds of ice probably turned into, honestly, 11, 10 pounds pretty quickly. So, needless to say, I took a whole lap around the stadium, saw the other bus he was talking about, and I get up to the top again, and I was like, I called him. I said, hey, like, I'm crazy, right? He goes, oh, we're at the bottom of the hill. I said, oh, Russ, oh, that's all me. That was all me. That was all you, Russ. So I get down there. I meet. A bunch of cool people. There's a guy named Rob. He, it's his ambulance. Rob, so Char- the University of Charlotte hasn't had a football team, or UNC Charlotte hasn't had a football team too long, 10, 12 years. And I met Rob, who was one of the 10 guys to help found the Charlotte football program. And I asked him, and I interviewed him, and he said, you know, there's a difference between being a fan. Oh, I just, I'm in Oklahoma, guys. I just drove by the Oklahoma slide. There's a difference between being a fan and, you know, being someone who cared enough to start the program. I was like, man, that's, 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 you're right. That's deep. And he's, he took his inspiration for the ambulance from, I believe a Georgia fan that has an ambulance. And, uh, he tries to get it out to one game a year on the road within about 200 miles. I, I don't know. That's driving an ambulance, you know, gas mileage right now. And, but it's a decked out van inside. You know, you got the liquor cabinet and different things. And he has shirts. I got it. He actually gave me a, uh, a Normulin shirt. Uh, so I have an honorary tailgate shirt for that. So I'm there vibing, hanging out. 
and I get another DM, um, and <clears throat> it was funny because the DM basically said that they were this this guy uh, this guy JP was like right up the hill uh, at another tailgate. Not that he knew I was at <clears throat> the ambulance. I don't know if he did, but he said, "Hey, we're right up." He said he showed me a picture. He sent a picture of like the parking lots that were put in the stadium. Very smart, very smart decision there because I clearly don't know where I'm going. Um, but actually, it was. And in the future, this is what I'm going to do. Not the stadium uh, angle, but it also showed the the numbers on the parking lot that were in front of him, 81 and 82, I think it was. Uh, and so I was like, all right, I just got to find 81 and 82. We'll be right there, please. Uh, so <clears throat> I knew, all right, I was like, hey, I'm going to finish it. I'm going to take a lap. I told him I'd be there, JP, um, in a few minutes or whatever. And so I, I'm mixing and mingling at the ambulance. And how about this? How cool is this? So, you know, like, shot skis are a thing, right? Like, you know, you go out skiing or wherever, and you know, the bar, and everyone has a shot ski. Well, Charlotte's are the 49ers, right? They have a shot pickaxe. That's right, a shot pickaxe that you sign after you do uh, a shot on it. So, needless to say, when I'm offered a drink, I'm going to have to take it. I was offered to take a shot on that shot pickaxe. It's you and two other people, and you get a picture. Boom, boom, boom. I, I actually, I completely forgot. I got to find those pictures. I'm sure I have a video. Um, got to do shot picks at, pick guys. Super cool. Signed it. Not only that, they had a, a, a shot. Like, this is my favorite part of the tailgate so far, is learning the unique trends and traditions. Oh, I can't even talk. Trends and traditions at these tailgates. They have a, they, um, I think his name is Nick or Ryan. Um, I only talked to him for a short period of time. I believe it was Ryan because that's my cousin's name, and that's, I think that's what I told him. Uh, but I'll just go with Plinko guy. There was a guy who, uh, he wanted to add value to the tailgate. And he said, you know what? I'm going to make a shot Plinko board. And so at six slots and the, each slot, there's a little football that you put in and you get, whatever it lands on, you have to take a shot of it. And he has, you know, fireball and some pre-mixed kind of like 49er themed green shots. And it was so funny. His, uh, his daughter would likes to play the Plinko game. And uh, whenever that it lands, he would read read out what what it was, and it's you know, oh, you got uh, fireball, and she'd just go, oh no, and she'd like facepalm. It was the it was the cutest little thing. Uh, I wish I could show you a video, but I didn't take a video. I just I, there's a lot of things I don't video. Uh, one because I don't video kids unless like I just don't video kids, and if like I got a picture at this game with a kid cheersing me. And it was mostly because I just sat there and he came up and hung out with me and I just asked permission, hey, is it okay if uh, you take a photo of, of him with me or if I can have a photo with him? Uh, I just, it's very, and, I, and if there's any kids and pictures and their faces are very clear, I, I like, it's very important for me to just protect um, children in any way possible. Um, but anyways, going back, so that was super cool. So they had the, the Plinko shots, they had the, 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 the shot ski all the, the, that was actually the, the pickaxe. And what was wild is, and I missed it, but an hour before the game, everyone goes around, they, they all rally up, and they take a shot of Goldschlager, but it's green, dyed green. So it's it's green shot with Goldschlager because of the miners and their colors are green. And I missed it because I was, I was out there at the tailgate at that point, and I, I missed the message or text. My phone is, is so... <clears throat> In and out, and I think my I think my my Apple Watch was not charged because I'm very bad at that right now. Um, so, anyways, 
But I did. Oh, oh, they did save me one, so I got to experience it. But another thing about the tailgate was, so Charlotte, you know, the athletic program and the school itself. So the school I learned is the second largest public school in North Carolina from a student population. I think it's 40, 44,000. So that's cool. And, but the tailgate atmosphere was probably, I would say, I think that the, there's probably you know, a few thousand people out and about around the stadium. But what makes it unique is the tailgate where we're at, the AD walked by and came up. And he stood behind the the the, 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 the shot axe. And, you know, he didn't do one, but he, like, put up, like, an axe, like, and, and joked around with the guys. His name's Mike. And you know, he's hanging out. And I, I turned to Russ. Ross, I'm sorry. Say, you think you think he'll um, let me talk to him for a second, just like I would you? He goes, yeah, probably. So I go up. And this is what I normally do. I think I said this in an earlier episode. You know, I'll introduce myself and I'll just say, hey, you know, I'm traveling the country and I would love to, you know, potentially ask you a question on camera. And I tee it up for him. Especially, I mean, I didn't, I didn't expect to have a talk to an AD after three games, much less ever. Actually, I didn't never expect to talk to an AD. You know, that was never my plan. I was just going to be out and about talking to families and fans and, and former players and athletes uh, that, that are just, you know, at the tailgates. Never in my wildest dreams did I ever speak think of speaking to an, an AD on camera on the record. Um, but I was as polite as I could be. I, was, I said, hey. Um, and he, he was a Gator. He worked at Florida for 23 years. So I brought that up. And I, it's, it's Gators helping Gators. And it's, 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 it's a pretty crazy trend that's going on with this, this trip. Uh, but, you know, I asked him, hey, would you like to just give a pitch for why should not just come here? And let me tell you about Mike. Mike hit an absolute grand slam. He turned that on. He had the twang going. Why not? Why not come to the beautiful campus? Why not come to this beautiful city? And I said, man, I he sold me, man. I was, it, was the, it was the coolest little I, – I got giddy. Because I was like, oh, this is so cool. And uh, No, I, I, I still can't get over that. That's one of the – there's been so many highlights of the trip so far. But, you know, uh, I just came out of game seven last night. And that that – just hanging out with him for – Maybe and maybe three minutes was just super special, and so I got that interview, and then I went up to to uh, to the second tailgate with uh, you know I just I just knew him as JP, and I go up there and he goes oh oh he says hey come by uh, we got food and I got a shirt for you I was like oh well you know, I got my two shirts in Charlotte that's awesome two two Charlotte two step over here. I go up there, and yeah, JP's super nice. I didn't know I didn't know anything. I didn't know him from David, but I, I go up there, and he says I'm wearing white, and he's wearing white. Surprise! And it turns out he's the husband of the women's basketball coach, and he gave me a women's basketball shirt, and I wore it in my photo for. <laughs> I watched like I changed into it because I was super sweaty. It was super human, uh, and. Hung out with him. He had shrimp and salmon on on the grill, uh, and and oh my my goodness, it was so good. And it was the first like shrimp and salmon I've had on the trip at all. And you know, it's one of those things where you just expect me to be eating you know regular tailgate food and then you know McDonald's, which I've had too much McDonald's, guys. Too much McDonald's. Uh, I don't even eat McDonald's regularly. I just go there for the Wi-Fi. And you know, I've gone to Chick Fil A once for the Wi-Fi. 
Anyways, he knocks it out of the park. I meet his wife, the coach. I meet some players. I meet uh, assistant coach Sierra, who led, who's the their all time leading three point uh, like score. I guess the word was maker, three point leader. I guess uh, super nice. Hung out with. So I hung out with them, talked to them, and said, hey, like, you know, I'm going to back and forth. And he actually gave me – he actually – JP was the one that hooked me up with the tickets. So thank you for that, JP. And I didn't expect it. And I just never – I never expected that. He came out of nowhere. And, again, this guy, uh, I think he saw either my interview on Twitter or something on Twitter. He just said, yeah, yeah, I just, you know, I, I got excited. And, uh, you know, this is something that, uh, you know, I, I just love. It's, it, I'm, I'm all here for him. And it, we still text today. I actually text most, if not all, the people – uh, that have invited me to tailgates uh, so far specifically. So like game game one, I text David. Game two, I text uh, uh, Leah, and I text Mary Jo, who said that I should go to West Virginia, even though she's a Pitt fan or a Pitt alum. And I, I try to keep these contacts, and I, you know, I, I want to check in and, and 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 most. I mean, at this point, everyone that I've met is like, we want to see you get there. We want to see you get to sixty and keep us in the loop. So. I text him here and there, maybe two or two, three times a week, I guess, since I met him you know, a week ago. And so I got got the ticket, went back to the other tailgate, hung out with them, and Rob and, and uh, a few others there. And, and then it's time to go in the game. And you know, I have you know, I, someone offered me a drink, so I had to finish it. And so I got a Walmart shirt for the game originally. Then I got two free shirts. I changed into one of them. And at, at Walmart for this game, I didn't. They didn't have any hats. I actually bought a koozie for this game, and I, w- I wanted to start this thing where I had people that hosted me sign a koozie for each game. But it just didn't, it's just logistically, it's just hard. I, I I I bought the koozie and I had Ross sign it, and then it's just a lot to like whip out a koozie. Hey, can you sign this like for my trip? So uh, I canceled that really quick. But that's that's part of it, right? Like you know, I I'm trying to tell stories. I'm trying to do different things. Trying to attach to. Uh, not just the people I meet, but like have a keepsake because I've decided I'm giving away the hats. I'm giving away uh, cups if I get them. Uh, and then the shirts I want to donate. I just, I just, it smells like weed and there's no cars around me. That is wild. Um, so yeah, I just, you know, it's just trying, trying to find a keepsake for myself. I do, I, I have picked up a nice little small collection of koozies. I have the Charlotte one. I think I have two from Charlotte because I think Ross gave me one or Rob gave me one. I bought. I, I found a Montana State one on the ground. Spoiler, uh, but yeah. So going to the game, three games in a row. I haven't paid for a ticket, and I go in, and you know, William and Mary is an FCS school, and I have a friend who played basketball there. I I guess I can send my friend. He's a an NIL attorney who just won some award today. I love that for him. And so you know, I but I'm going for the home team, so I go in. And I go, oh, yeah, yeah. So I'm going. I get a hat, right? And how wild is this? Because I know the official stores have markup. I know whatever, like. But if you're gonna have hats for sale in the stadium, and they have a different sticker, they have a, pr- a different price sticker than what you're charging. Just take the sticker off. That that was twenty nine forty nine forty five or twenty nine uh, ninety five, and they inside had the sticker that said twenty four ninety five. Five dollar difference, you know, and I'm about to give that hat away, which is fine. I'm, I'm not worried about that. I just think it's funny that, and it, I think it's the bookstore, like the bookstore is selling these hats for five dollars less. Y'all are really raking over the coals, but listen, I'm not gonna complain ever because I'm blessed and you know I got a free ticket. 
And, you know, there's worse things in this world to uh, cry over than $5 markup. And so I go in, I take that in the vibes, and I'm, William & Mary is, not, is taking it. Well, the first half, I think the first half, it ended with, oh, somebody was taking the shoes off, with Charlotte tying it up, 17-17, I think it was 17-17, or 10-10, one of the two, sorry, I, I can look it up, but it, um, I just knew it was tied to half time, I'm pretty sure it was 17-17, and I get a text from uh, JP, like, hey, like, we have an extra ticket to uh, the like the, the v, not the VIP area, but just like the hospitality area if you want to come through. And I was like, sure. I hung out. Yeah, I, his kids were so great. I mean, you know, you know two, two sons of a, a basketball coach and a former uh, football player at Minnesota, walk-on. That was what uh, he was. And, you know, they were just super nice kids and I had a good time. And I got to go up to hang out with them in this little, uh, you know, uh, you know, it's a hospitality area. The only negative was I couldn't go to the bathroom up there. You know, they had, I guess they had the, this area is where the the players, it was, I think it was the players lounge or the players locker room. It, it was, but it was above the field. So I don't really know what was going, maybe it was the coach's lounge, but there was bathrooms and they said they used to let people go in the bathrooms there, but no longer. So, you know, I, I wasn't too mad about it. Again, I, I had uh, some some fresh, like smart food popcorn and an adult beverage or two, and just kept it moving. I and that's where I met uh, Sierra and some other uh, administration and some coaches, and I talked to them a little bit about NIL and if they love. I, I, I so my former job was doing NIL for nine months, and so I'm more than happy to have any kind of conversations with people. I don't. I'm not out here trying to sell being an NIL person. Um, campuses or anything like that. I have reached out to some NIL companies and said, Hey, you know, I'm getting some unique access here. I've met players, I've met coaches and ADs already. I would love if, you know, you guys can help me out with, you know, some kind of partnership where, you know, I promote your brand on the personal level, you know? Uh, And I think, I think that's a fair ask, you know, and up to this point in a span of three games, like, you know, uh, let's see. The New Mexico State game, I met some coaches and for the basketball team, you know, I, and then at the pit game, I didn't really meet anyone because that was like at a football stadium. But in this game, I met the AD, I met the women's basketball coach, I met women's basketball players, and I met the person who's trying to build the NIL program there. I met, I didn't meet personally, but I, I could tell you the name of the leading donor at Charlotte and I can point him out and I stood right next to him at one point. I think as we were walking out of the bathroom and that's like crazy, crazy access that I didn't plan on ever, but there's value there for someone. I will, I think, right. You know, if I mentioned I used to do NIL and I, you know, I'd love to get your players on this platform or this app or this whatever you tell me, I don't think anyone in the NIL space is going to listen to this podcast, but if they do, uh, my my phone is always on. It may be on D&D a lot more than it used to be. Actually, surprisingly, that's another thing that I've been doing a lot is putting my phone on D&D. I don't think I've ever put my phone on Do Not Serve as much as I have in the past 
two weeks. And it's not because like my phone is blowing up and da, 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 da. it's because I, this is a job now for me. Like the videos, the driving, there's times where I just, I, like I said, I haven't, I don't even listen to my, I have 70 something podcasts I haven't listened to. It's because I need quiet time. And it's not because I start, eh, started recording these things. I, this is my fourth one, you know, so in that, at least take, I thought they did it 20 minutes, but it's taking longer than that. Um, make sure that I'm still recording my phone turned off. That's one of the things I have issues with. Not issues with. I just get anxiety over it. I'm just talking and I don't know if it's recording or not. So, so yeah, that's that's my uh, my pitch to whoever's out there that's listening that says, hey, that's actually a good point. And so, yeah, so hospitality suite at halftime, get back and all of my friends that I made here had kids. Ross had a kid. They had a kid. The people I met, most of them, young, young children. I wouldn't say kids. I, I, I think they were all in the ranges of <clears throat> probably six to eight, six to nine. And, you know, Ross got the Dippin' Dots out. And I brought popcorn, but they, <laughs> they just had popcorn. So I'm saying that because, uh, and I think, you know, early, early fourth quarter, late third quarter, it was about time for it. They, they, they all made moves. So I, that, I, I appreciated hanging out with them, especially uh, all, all, like I said, coach, JP, Russ, Rob, I don't even, I don't think I saw him until after the game. Um, I only met Sierra shortly, uh, but yeah, they, the, it was honestly from a, up to that point through these three games, it was the most genuine or like experience I've had because it's the first game that people knew I was coming and said, let's, let's take care of this guy. Right. Like the New Mexico state game, I just showed up and I was taking care of him and, uh, or like, you know, I was treated to a great time. The Pittsburgh game, I didn't know anyone. And I got lucky. I went up to one tailgate and got lucky. This one, people saw what I was doing, reached out to me and said, hey, we'd love to have you. And that was, now that I think, I mean, that was, that's special, man. And that's what this is all about. That's what I'm trying to tell the story of, like, it doesn't matter if your stadium holds 10,000 or 100,000. 100, College football in its purest form, I believe, is the most genuine and and, and, and just... Nothing rallies the community more than college football. No one ties themselves to something as special as college football. And in life, to me, joy is found in friends and family, one. And creating memories, however they may be. And then looking forward to something. Creating something together in the future. For example, when I'm dating someone, if I don't have a trip planned or a wedding to go to with this person that we can talk about and plan around. You know, if we're not planning our future together, what we want to see, what, who we're with, you know, trying to grow together. I don't have joy. Right. So in this, in, in, in the same situation, friends and family rally around the team. Oh shit. Toll rig. Um, rally around a team and then like the hope in the future is like 
every, you know, there's always next season and there's, uh, hold on one second. All right. Sorry about that. Uh, toll road actually double. I got, I, I got, I went to the toll. It was $5 and then GBS had me getting off the toll road. So I got a refund of two twenty five. So I only paid, uh, yeah, two seventy five for that. Anyways, back to what I was saying about joy, yada, yada, yada. I just think that I truly believe that college football is the most, well, it's just the most inclusive opportunity. Anyone, if you're wearing their college, people are going to rally around it. Back to the game. Uh, you know, this is my third time recording this part, so I don't remember exactly what I said. But kind of got out of hand and the families, you know, they had to call it a night. Um, William Mary just absolutely bodied Charlotte. And I started to feel bad because, you know, after three games, you know, a home dog lost in New Mexico and then Pittsburgh didn't cover, which it wasn't even, it was like a new side game. So I was like, well, this is my third, my, my third game and my home team lost, you know, and, I was I was two and one and two with a non-cover. So if you're betting, and there are people betting on these games, you know that I don't I don't I think New Mexico may have covered the spread. But I mean Charlotte just lost outright to FCS FCS school, and so yeah, I, after everyone rolled out, I, I did I was invited back to Charlotte, even though I was there for this loss. By everyone, basically, Rob from the, the ambulance, but the women's basketball, the women's basketball team, or not team, but uh, you know, coach and Sierra is a consistent coach. I have to say that in this game, I do remember the student section was really, really wet. You know, they are they were getting rocking. It's it's a intimate stadium that they're actually about to build an expansion. I think right now it's about 25,000 and they're going to build it to 45,000 or 20,000 to 45,000, something around there. Uh, so that's in the works, a hundred million dollar, uh, expansion of their stadium, which is pretty awesome. It's pretty cool. Cause you know, to me, a Charlotte, I'm not saying it's a sleeping giant. I'm not saying anything like that, but for, for you to have a, a you know, a school with a team that's, a, that's invested in, building something in a real city, a real city, Charlotte's a real city. Like that's a, that's a huge opportunity. I apologize if it's really loud right now. I think we can do anything about it. Let's make sure that if it is, I will have to just re-record this later. Anyways, if you've listened this far, I don't know if I said this earlier, but just tell me that I've listened this far. Just text me, listen in this far. Or something. Uh, yes, I think I'll just cut, cut it there for the William and Mary Charlotte. After the game, I did have to head to the Gainesville. So, I'm trying to think if I slept at all. I walked back to my, my van in the parking lot. And... I think I slept in a 7-Eleven, a Walmart, or 
McDonald's parking lot for a little bit, and then I started driving to Gainesville. Well, I drove over to Gainesville, got there. Actually, I think I did, I did sleep because I knew that the drive wasn't too bad. So I got to Gainesville at like... So, anyways, that's uh, that's it for this episode. Uh, William Mary, I, just, I really need to just catch up because I really like doing these, but I wanted to be as thorough as possible. And I apologize. You can just honestly just skip these episodes if you think they're done, um, and come back when we get caught up. So yeah, with that, thanks for listening to the Chase Sixty Road to the Record podcast, and I will see you on the road at the next tailgate.